what the health do I do when your health is compromised and things start changing is today's episode. I hope this is super helpful for you. As always, take what resonates, leave the rest behind. These are not just thoughts. These are actually experiences, stories that I'm sharing with you from my own experience, how I've been able to navigate not solely just going into the industry with a really big health <laughs> problem that probably shouldn't have made me and allowed me to be as long as I have been in this industry, but also putting yourself first, putting your health first. Um, this episode is coming directly from my car. Um, excuse the audio or background noise, but it was really important. I felt intuitively I really need to talk about this um, because it, it can happen whether you're having a baby or whether your health becomes compromised. What do you do when that happens? Um, can you be successful? Things that I've done, tools to help you is what what the health do I do now <laughs> when your health is compromised? Let's go to it. Your health can change overnight. And that's the story that I want to share with you today. I was 29 years old. I have been 29 years of health. I was super healthy. I was in shape and everything was going great. Um, when I turned my 30th birthday, right, right after I turned 30, I got diagnosed with something that pretty much imagine like when you wake up and you know how when you barely wake up it takes you a while to kind of get like your your eyes adjusted and you feel like sometimes like a, you can feel sometimes a little dizzy or a little like you know discombobulated like you're like okay like let's try to wake up you're like sleepwalking so those are the side effects that I've had every single day of my life I am sharing this because I've shared it a couple of times throughout the podcast in different seasons, but it just really came to heart from different conversations I've been having the past two weeks with different people in my DMs and my emails, different things that I'm seeing throughout. And our health is so important. And sometimes when we have it, we can, we can like take it for granted. We're like, oh, it's fine. I'll be there forever. But what do you do when your health becomes a big part of can you still be in the industry? Can you be successful in all of the things? And I want to tell you, yes, you can. But you're going to have to put yourself first. And that also means with your mind, not allowing other people's perception or other mentors or the other like professionals that everybody looks up to. Like, oh my gosh, I have to work certain hours a day and do certain services to be successful. But you need to really start honing in on what does success mean to you? If I called you tomorrow and said hey so you tell me oh my gosh I'm so successful now I have accomplished all of the my goals that I wanted what does that mean is it monetary is it time is it with family is it with love is it with yourself what does success look like for you and it's really important that as we start this episode what does success look like for you why did you get into this industry? I got into this industry because I wanted to work part-time and success was going to be able to make a good amount of money without having to be behind the chair all the time and doing a lot of back work. And we're going to go into different, um, we're going to talk about bridal industry, we're going to talk about different things that I've done, lashes, all different things that I've done um, throughout my industry, why I've done it throughout my career and how I found my purpose beyond being behind the chair, how I found success beyond being behind the chair and how you can do it as well. 
So after I got those side effects, um, I was in beauty school and I was getting the migraines as well along with it. And it was really bad to the point where one of my instructors told me, you'll never make it in this industry. You know, you should just quit. And I almost quit. Not solely because, you know, I got ended up getting my ring stolen, my engagement ring, original one from my husband. But also, you know, just my health. It was so much. I'm like, there's no fucking way I can do this. Like, how can I do this for a whole year and be able to be successful while I'm doing all of this? And it was a really hard time. And I had to make that time, that decision that I was going to continue to do what I was doing. And I was continuing to continue to try and come into this industry and be successful, although I had health issues. And that's exactly what I did. I'm going to share with you the lessons I've learned because I've made mistakes with it too. So you don't have to. And the beauty of it once you prioritize your health first. So I graduate, I have my license, and I want to go to work for somebody because I had been, you know, interning for free at salons that were um, commission salons that were rent, booth rental, that were hybrid, that were in between, you know, like commission and chair rental. Um, I saw some that had three years programs, that had one year program, that had a month program. I went to places that only did haircuts, that did all of it, that did some of it, that only did color. I went to super high end. I mean, I even got, which I, I am so grateful. Um, I got to intern and apprentice under somebody. I mean, he charges at the time, he charged over $300 for a haircut, just for a haircut directly from him. Um, and it was just such a beautiful experience to be able to see like what was out there and all the things. And many lessons were learned through that as well. And so I decided I wanted something different. I did not want to live behind the chair all the time. And I wanted to find like different ways to be able to make income that didn't rely solely on me having to be at the salon. So I found this awesome stylist. I really like her vibe. I was like, you know, and I ended up working for her. I asked her, hey, like, are you looking for a new assistant or an apprentice? And she happened to be. And so that's how I ended up working with her. I was in beauty school. I would leave literally beauty school and go intern at her salon. Um, I would do it on weekends because I wanted to feel the vibe. And I loved the environment. Like she has something, something so, so different than everybody else. So it was really awesome. And I really loved it. From then on, I realized she was doing something different. I, I noticed that sometimes she would do like collaborations with big brands and she would get flying out to flown out to do like videos for certain brands. And she would have her her picture in a box of products for brands and all this beautiful stuff and magazines and stuff. So she taught me there was this whole other freaking world that I could do. And she also taught me how to have really strong. I've always had strong work ethic, but that woman had strong AF work ethic. Um, and she pushed throughout anything that was going on. She made sure that she was going through it hard. And I want to thank her because um, I realized, you know, because I did it as well. I had long hours because I chose to and I wanted to. I wanted to help her. I wanted to learn more. I wanted to be in it. And honestly, as a beginner, I was fucking scared of doing all of the things. I was like, oh my gosh, I want to fuck up. But she has so much grace with me and so much love with me. And that's when I realized after doing long hours and making, I thought I made really good money. Honestly, to this day, I think I made a lot more money than most people do straight out of beauty school. But I realized that wasn't the path for me. 
I realized I did not want to work full time. I did not want to be in the salon all the time. And I wanted to have a sort of my own way of what success and balance look for me because of my health. And I had to prioritize my health more. And that's another lesson that I learned from her too. Like, you know, what happens when you don't, or what happens when you do and how it can change and how it changes you. So many beautiful lessons with her. Um, and so I decided that it was time to go on my own. I'm sharing this because when you have health issues, it can, your journey is going to be very different. It may be even totally different than mine, um, but you need to prioritize yourself and people may not agree with you or have the same beliefs I see when you do it, but you have to choose yourself. And we have a beautiful episode. I will link it down here what episode it is uh, we did together about when I left and what that did and how it helped our relationship later on, how we built from that. Because it was a hard time for both her and I. Like, I thought I was making the biggest mistake of my life. And I was not going to make it on my own. And it was hard for her as well, you know. Because we had developed more than just a co-working thing. We had developed a friendship. So, you know, that's what, something that I really wanted to emphasize. Is that you need to, when you're putting prioritizing your health first. Like, you really need to be able to, like, choose, like, what's right for you. And so, after that, um, first, when choosing your health. Are you willing to do that? <laughs> it's a lot of hard work. So in 2018, I went to Booth Rental. I did it part-time. That felt right for me. And that was not the popular thing there. So that's something that you can do. Maybe you just had to go part-time and you don't tell nobody about your health condition. Um, to this day, I think I've been very vocal about my health condition on on here on the podcast. On social, I don't talk a lot about it because um, it's... I don't want people to perceive me different. I know I notice some of my clients who do know that I have certain health issues, like do get them worry more about me. They still come to me and everything, but they worry more about me. So that's why I've learned, like, you know, it's better not to just say it. Like it's better to just keep it to myself. And that's the other part. You don't have to share with everybody. You can keep it to yourself if you so choose to. So choose your what's going to be best for you. Um, I also then started working with a brand, you know, like I was putting on my videos. I wasn't overthinking it. And that was the other like sort of income that came in. I was able to get free product, which I utilized to resell in the store. I mean, in my salon and also space and also to like be able to utilize as a service. Um, I was able to get like different opportunities and I was able to be paid to be flown out, paid to do hair shows, paid for my service, paid for my time. Um, it was an awesome experience. I am so, so grateful to this day because I know that's a lot of privilege there. And I was able to do that until February of 2020. Um, that's when everything stopped, you know, because of the pandemic. But it really taught me that I had an opportunity to make money other ways than like the traditional sense. So be creative. What are different ways that you can make money that are no longer, not solely just behind the chair that you can do to do their things. And also please charge what you need to for your expertise. Although I was barely fresh out of beauty school and I had not even a year in when I got signed on as an educator for this brand because I loved it and I've been using it for over a year and a half. My real like heartfelt um, advice for you is that you charge for it. Please charge for your, I don't care if you're like, cause that was me. I had no experience. Okay. Like I barely had experience a year and a half of it. They still treated me the same. Like I got paid well and all this stuff. Like you need to make sure that they do that for you and don't allow brands to take advantage of you. Cause also like the more you work with them, well, it's okay. I'll just do that one video. It's okay. I'll just do that thing for them. No, like your time is money. So please always charge for that. 
So that's another way that I made income while my health was because it required me to be less behind the chair and standing up or like teaching a class is way more fun and less impactful on my health than it is to be behind the chair uh, a full eight hour day, which I used to do for doing for blonding. And that's the part um, two of this episode is what happens when your health starts deteriorating or it gets harder on you. you. Are you willing to put your health first? Are you scared you're going to fail or you're going to like your whole business come crumble down? That's the part I want to share with you. Like, I thought my whole business was going to fucking break and I wasn't going to make it from this. Um, Because not solely did I have that, but then I got, you know, the 2020, some of us got sick with, you know what, with a crud. And I had a weird side effect. I couldn't open my left hand. So I had to shut down my business from January to like November of 2021. To really do rehabilitation, to learn how to reopen my left hand, um, learn how to grasp things, get back my strength in it, because it affected my strength and more skills really a lot. And I had to make the hard choice when your health gets bad. Are you willing to make the hard choice? I had to make the hard choice of no longer do my biggest income producing service. Well, it was my second one. My first one, believe it or not, it's something that has nothing to do with chemicals. But my second, my first, second producing most income service was highlighting. Um, so highlights is what I was really known for. And it's what produced the most income for me. And it's the shit that I had to let go. And this is the part where like you need to give yourself grace. And I cried about it. I was mad about it. I thought life was so unfair and God was so unfair. And... I'm like, did the universe really have my back? And that's our natural emotions that you're allowed to go through, okay? Like, you are human. It's okay that you feel that way. But I want to share with you now that I am, like, two years afterwards, I want to share the magic that happened when I chose myself first and all the opportunities that came from that. And I know to this day that would have not come if I would have stayed working behind the chair like I was. So once I made that decision, then I learned about um, this awesome online marketer. I learned so much technology from her. Like I know how I can put a webinar. I can make a freebie, a landing page. I can do like an email sequence for anybody. I can do that in under an hour. Uh, I learned so much tech from her. I know how to record webinars, how to do them on Evergreen, which means they're always running when people want to see them. I know so much tech. I know how to use Kajabi. I learned so many things from her amazing things and I got into online courses in 2020 but throughout that process I learned a different way to make money that didn't impact my health and that's what I want to share with you today what are ways what are your other skills outside of hair outside of the salon that you can make money with so I got into a committee I really stand for diversity equity and inclusion an episode will be coming out this week on that um it is very I know it's a sensitive subject um, and it's real life situations, real life experiences. It's my point of view from it, standing up for my values. Um, and it may be triggering for some. So if you don't want to hear about that, skip that episode that's coming out on Thursday this week. Um, but I was able to be a part of her committee. So I get paid a, you know, a wage for an hour of my time for advice and my input on different things, which I cannot disclose because I do have a non-disclosure agreement. Um, but I can't share them part of her committee. So 
that's one way that I make money. Then the other part I started learning was through coaching other people. Like maybe their blind spots. Maybe like it just was simple little tweaks. And it's been so beautiful to see them grow. I love it when somebody comes to me and I, they get coached by me and they run with it. And they are so successful now. I love it. They've done all the hard work. I just kind of give them a little guide and they just run with it and they do their own thing. And they're doing beautiful things because they put in the work. And that's the thing about coaching is like, I'm guiding, I'm more, I feel more of a guidance person. I'm guiding you to what looks like and what you're doing right now, what could be different, but you're the one putting in the work and it has been so rewarding and I love being a part of that. Another way of income. Another third part of income is because I love doing my live videos and everything. Um, it has been that I've been able to work with brands. So I get paid to do like videos for different reviews for different things that they can utilize or not um, but it's just a lot of fun and I get paid for that very well and that was another part that came from income as well that I learned throughout different opportunities so Celeste how do you apply for the opportunities listen to what they're saying most people will be like hey you know so we're expanding our team if you want to apply like it's literally that simple or like hey sometimes they'll send out emails like different brands hey so we're looking for different like hairstylists or makeup artists or whatever it is um to create a video you would be compensated by this amount of money and i really want to stop and really emphasize that money yes product is awesome and it's cool but you need to be paid for your expertise please don't take like just people sometimes brands are so selfish like oh it's just it's 200 dollars worth of you know product but it's like yeah and it only costs you maybe like 20 dollars, and you know the time that it takes me to create the video to edit the video to put it up and do all the work that you're gonna do behind it it's not worth it so please charge so yeah so most of them will give you opportunities so when you want paid opportunities look at that then I started like being more creative and learning and I learned that, hey, you know, Pinterest, like there's a lot of traffic there that you can utilize to grow your business. I was like, that's interesting. And I started really playing around with it. I used to just dabble in it. And when I mean dabble, dabbling means maybe I'll post once a month or like once every three months. <laughs> that's dabbling for me. Uh, but then I got more serious about it and it really like brought the whole thing with like the Pinterest course that I created, how to pin, you know, for profit, how to pin with purpose and with an actual strategy, not just for fun or just not knowing what you're doing. Um, it has brought so many different things for me. And that's what I want to share with you. Like all this came, all these opportunities came. And on top of that, I got featured on a whole bunch of magazines. I got emailed and asked to do all this came from Celeste simply saying, I'm not going to work behind the chair for almost a year because of my hand, because I need to take care of my health. That sounds beautiful. Now, I want to share, like, because nobody tells you the hard part. So I want to share the behind the scenes, how I felt through this whole process. And it was that I felt alone. I felt like I was broken. I felt like I wasn't going to be successful. And I felt like I needed to find a new way to take those three feelings into something positive And what could I do? And that's where the ideas came like, well, maybe I'll be on a committee and maybe I can start getting paid for doing videos and, you know, maybe there's other opportunities. And if people want to feature me, sure, I'll write an article about different tips or I'll write an article about my story or my journey. And those has been things that have come up because I was willing to take all those the negativity within my own self and within my own situation to see what was the lesson and opportunity that life was trying to do for me. 
And I know that is a lot to ask because not a lot of us can afford that, right? And not a lot of us can have the luxury of like, well, maybe you have a partner or there's another source of income so you don't have to rely solely on yourself. But I want to welcome you to please put yourself first because if we don't have our health, if we're not putting ourselves first, then how are we going to be able to service other people? Like I would say, like we need to put ourselves first. It is the hardest thing to do, the hardest. The other part is that you're allowed to pivot and change your business. I really want to emphasize that you're allowed to pivot and change your business. Um, and I'm currently going through that. I just um, I just deleted one of my accounts. <laughs> and I am going to be switching the other one. And it's all going to be changing. Um, I'll be, I will be knowing in the next couple of months how it changes and evolves. Um, but I may go down just to my soul one account. And a lot of things in my business are changing and are pivoting because of my health as well now. Um, there's different needs that my health needs, there's different needs that my family needs. And I want to share with you that it's okay that you need to change. It's okay you have to pivot. I have no clue what's going to happen because my pivot has already started. And I don't know what's going to happen, but I have faith and believe that the universe has my back that this energy of it's i'm going into the unknown knowing that's going to work out for me for my best interest in ways i cannot even imagine and that so before i continue on with this conversation i did want to talk about our health and the ego which was the part that um i forgot to add to this episode and i really wanted to share this real important tool for you to utilize and to start thinking outside of the box our ego says that we have to do it all alone that nobody can do it as good as us that you know like when abundance comes um, should we really be giving it out or should we be helping others into our abundance wheel, right? And one of the biggest lessons that I've learned with my health taking a dive, which I believe that things ha don't happen for a reason, but I think that our things happen so that we can grow to a different level. That's how I see it. Um, is maybe so we can open our eyes or learn a lesson or help others overcome what we have. Um, so I don't think there's a reason behind it always because there's unfortunate things that happen that I do not believe have a reason in it. Um, but we do have the output and we do have of what can we make out of the situation. Allow other people into your abundance. And what I mean by that, as we've talked into the episode, maybe you decide you want to go part time or maybe you're going to do, um, I've been doing more like photo shoots or you're going to do a wedding party or you're going to do styling, whatever it is. Allow other people into that abundance. What I mean by that is that I hire out other independent um, artists to work alongside me or with me for events because yes, while I know many uh, bridal stylists or even hairstylists that do all the work themselves, I used to be one of them. I used to do seven to eight hour services all alone with no assistant. It takes a toll on you. Um, and if your health is already starting to be compromised, why not help other people? Think of creative ways of how can you help and give others within your own abundance as well. Um, so maybe it is like if you are wanting to continue doing the services, maybe and people keep asking you for classes, maybe you can do a one-on-one -on -one and people can help you on an actual client to do a full service and they can, you can be teaching them along the way. Um, 
think of ways that you can help others. Think of ways of like, hey, maybe like I'm I'm can't take no more clients, but I could help this other person who's just starting out and who I love their work. I always this is my rule of thumb. Um you can take it or leave it, um, but this has really served me well. If I'm going to refer somebody out, number one, I must see their work in real life because pictures can be edited and so many things now, um, even on Instagram with filters that people don't even know. I know so many artists that do that. No shade here or no judgment here. I just don't like editing lighting on my pictures. So I better get a good picture of what the color look like or else I'm in trouble because I'm not going to edit it. Um, so that's just me. So always look at the real work in person, how it looks like. Um, and number two, make sure that's a person who is also aligned with your values, right? If I'm going to refer a client out, I probably want to have similar, not the same, but similar, you know, like kind of vibe to me and it's a good person. And number three, you know, like make sure that it's in alignment with you. Like if feels right trust your instinct trust your intuition trust your gut like or your butterflies your good feelings whatever that you believe in so that you're able to while you're navigating this system it's okay to ask for help it's okay to ask other colleagues in your industry other people in your industry it's okay to ask for help when you can no longer do the things um I love referring people out uh, because there's room for all of us. And I really do believe I just did a post on this yesterday on Instagram that abundance, um, life gives you life, the universe, God, whatever you believe in, gives you more when you're willing to do more with the abundance they give you, right? Um, I know there's people that are, you know, ego driven that are very successful, but my question is, are they really happy? And one of the biggest, most beautiful lessons that my health has really taught me throughout the years, through everything that I've done with health issues has been that there always has been somebody in a higher level above me who was willing to give me a chance. And now that I'm in a different position where there are opportunities that I can share with others, I will because somebody did that for me. And I think it's so important that we keep that beautiful circle in, in the world and in life going around by giving opportunities to others. Um, so I think that's so important. And with that, let's continue on this episode. That gives me a sense of hope and that's going to be okay. And I want to give that to you as well that if you decide to pivot because of a need of your health or your family, your well-being and you being more happier and a sense of peace is going to trickle down into your business as well. And I know part of being in the beauty industry is so hard because people will people that love our work love it. And there's people that are not going to like our work at all and they're going to dissect it. And that can be hard. And it can kind of trigger you sometimes or even make you doubt, like, should I keep doing this? Like, and we undermine all the beautiful things that we have done of people that do love our work because somebody puts, you know, doesn't like our work. And, you know, like part of being in the industry with everybody's different perception of what beauty and what looks good and doesn't is being under that eye, right? That watchful eye. But my question to you is, are you willing to sacrifice all of your health for a pretty much like just something that the world says that you are like for me I just did a post it was a Barbie post but it said like you know more than you know not just a hairstylist or cosmetologist because you are not just a beauty pro you are not just a service provider you're an amazing fucking human with amazing skills 
amazing talent in so many other ways outside, outside of the beauty industry, so many ways outside of doing beauty services. Hone your skill. There's room for all of us to grow and to glow in our own light, in our own way. And choosing your health is the hardest things to do. So with that, what are some tools that you can utilize to make the transition even easier for you? So number one, there is like, you know, I talked to my therapist. I've talked about this. Um, I am not giving medical advice. I am not a license for medical advice or nothing like that. But I'm just sharing my journey. I talked to a licensed therapist and she helps me a lot. She helps me to really navigate my feelings, to discover what I'm truly feeling. And it has made a transition for me in many aspects of my business, which have been a lot in the past um, two years, easier, which is amazing. Love it. So shout out to her because I couldn't have done all of this without her. The other part is that choose your own definition. Write it down. Put it in your notes. Remind yourself at least once a week what does success mean like for you? What's a successful life look like for you? For many of us, oh, I'll be working less and I will be making this X amount of money. But go beyond that. What does that mean? Well, I would be able to pick up my kids from school. I would be able to take them to their appointments. Or maybe I would be able to take that yoga class. Or I would be able to focus more on myself. Whatever it means. Or I could travel more. What does success mean? That what If you were living that life today, what would it look like? And please don't wait for accolades. Don't wait to be featured in a magazine. To make a certain amount of money. To start living your life. Because... They say that people around us are mirrors of life. And I've been seeing a lot of mirrors lately. And I want to share this with you intuitively. um, That we can plan all we want. But even if we think, oh, well, when I retire, when I'm 55 or I'm 60, then I can get to do all the things. Sometimes life has its own plans and our health has its own plans. And we don't get to do all the things that we thought we could. So live for today for today. Start living your successful life today. It also puts you in a different energy and you show up differently when you know you're living your fullest life and fullest self. And another tool I can give you is give yourself grace and be prepared for people not to understand you. Even to this day, if I get off early on a Saturday, like sometimes I'll go in on Saturdays at seven in the morning or six in the morning, you know, like if I'm doing like, you know, um, hairstyling or, you know, I'll go in early if I'm doing like a big, big color transformation and I'll be off early because, you know, it takes a toll on my body. I don't put that on social. I'm sharing this with you because this is a really heartfelt, like look inside my business and look inside my health type of episode without going super nitty gritty to it. I'll get off early and so I'll be doing other stuff by two o'clock. Sometimes I'll be doing something else. Um, not all the time, but sometimes I do. People will be like, oh, so you didn't work today? That's nice. You got to have a day off. And I don't, they're not being ill-willed by it. I don't think so. I just think they're surprised. And that's the part where, like, you can explain to them or not, you know. And you have to be strong enough to be like, well, that's their perception. They don't understand all the other hard work that goes throughout the week. So... Be very mindful of that. Be very mindful to give yourself grace that you know what you're doing, what's right for you. So now that's going, I wanted to tap a little bit into the bridal industry because it has been so interesting. I've learned so much from it. And I really want to share the other side of it that everybody, you know, flaunts, oh, it's so much money and this and that in it. Yes, there is. But there's also a lot of follow-up and it can take a toll on you as well. And what are you willing to do for money as well? You know, like, 
how much is your health matter or is it your pocket that matters more? Like you get to choose that. I'm not here to tell you what's right or wrong. But with the bridal industry, there's a lot of follow-up, okay? So there's a lot of emails, a lot of back and forth. People can like your artistry. People cannot like it. It just, it just, it is what it is. That's part of the industry. But my question to you is that, like, if that's affecting you so much, because I see it so, so much as being an educator, many people, like, don't like the follow-up or they get, they don't like doing the contracts. They only like doing the artistry. Or if somebody doesn't like their artistry, they beat themselves up for months, four months um that they suck and they should quit now and that's the part we have to understand that beauty i feel is like an artistry and it's on the eye of the beholder people will love it or hate it or like eh, whatever and that's okay we need to be okay with that but if it's something is taking like just i was telling you about my highlights right if it takes so much of a toll on you are you willing to let it go to let abundance or some other opportunity come in and find other ways to make money because I've had to do that with the highlight part. And that was really hard. Also, protect your energy. Protect yourself in regards to a bridal industry. And this is what I mean. Make sure that you're protected like emotionally and physically. So a part of my contract, I have a clause where, you know, I say that, you know, I ask people to be respectful. I cannot duplicate work that they show me. Um, I'm doing stuff to the best of my abilities. And, you know, like you know, they have to, you know, pay the fees and everything. But if people are disrespectful, <clears throat> excuse me, if people are disrespectful, then, you know, there's like two strikes and I'm out. You know, like I, I give two warnings and then I leave if people are being disrespectful towards me or any of my um, assistants are with me on location. And I did that because I've heard lots of stories and I've seen different things. And I know it's, it can be a very hard industry to be in and manage as well. So please always like keep track of your health and what matters to you. And also like know that you're allowed to pivot and change your business. And that it's so important that we realize that there's so many ways to make money in this industry. Aside from just being behind the chair. And like I've seen others do this. Like some of them do not like doing the contract part of it. So they'll go work for teams so that they can just show up, do their work and leave. And don't have to deal with the bride. Don't have to leave, deal with the paperwork. Don't have to deal with deposits or the money. They can just get paid. And it just makes it so much more easier for them. And I've done that before. I did that, I think it was in 20, 2019. Um, I tried going at a bridal um, blow dry bar somewhere in Sonoma. And... It was okay. It was good and okay. So I just didn't like it. So I chose not to keep going that path. But doesn't mean that's not wrong for you or right for you. So choose your own path. Experiment. Try new things. I don't talk just out of my boys made up things and beliefs. I really talk out of experience to really help you so that you can make the best choice for you. And sometimes making those best choices are doing things outside of the box. So really like look into that, like what would be the best fit for you? And with your health, nothing is more valuable with your health. If your health is declining because of a service that you're doing, are you willing to stop doing that service? Are you willing to pivot? Are you willing to take the stress summit out of it and allow your ego to take a hit? I've seen many people who are leaving the industry that I care deeply about, who have left the industry, will no longer be a part of it because it took a big mental hit on them. I've seen people in the industry that decided to let their ego go and choose a better work environment. 
um, because what the world says or what the pros say that having a salon or doing certain things or being an educator or doing all the things it makes you successful they chose to choose their own meaning of what success means to them and they're happy doing so they feel more calm more at ease they feel like in a happier way of life our ego is going to have to take a hit when it comes to our health but what I wanted to really showcase in this episode and share with you today is that you can be successful too. You can be super successful making money in other ways. I have not, now not only and solely come to just help people within the beauty industry, but within all these periods of time where it's taking a financial hit on me. Because, you know, imagine not being to work for 11 months in 2021 took a huge financial hit for me. Um, but it also helped me help the other businesses and bring my knowledge and continue to grow other bigger, way bigger business. Like, I mean, being a part of a committee for like a multi-million dollar company is a big, big like honor for me because they value my boys and my, you know, what I share with them. And I've been for that over two years, being able to grow businesses, you know, from a couple hundred grand to multiple six figures, that takes a lot of that's a lot of like hard work that I've been able to do behind the, the you know the scenes without sharing all the details um but it's things that have brought happiness and I have been able to bless other people while taking a step back in my own business and that's what I want to share with you today who would imagine that a office manager in insurance would become <laughs> a the person that I am today and do all the things that I've done today I'm being part of the beauty industry never in a million years would have thought that would have come true. But I think the thing that really changed me is like perseverance. They say that resilience, and I want to look it up for you um, because I think it's so important that we know the definitions of words. Um, but resilience, the meaning of it is a person able to withstand or recover quickly from difficult situations. So when I hear resilience, it's more like, okay, I have to withstand it. Like, I have to tolerate it, okay? So that's why I've chosen my words more carefully, and it's not about resilience. But it's more about perseverance. And perseverance means being persistent in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. And throughout my whole declining like well, it's been declining but you know we're getting better in some parts <laughs> so I don't want to put it on the universe I'm like and my journey into having a better healthier health <laughs> we'll put it that way because I have been able to recover from some of the things um that journey which is about to hit the three-year mark has taught me persistency has really taught me that although it's difficult and there's delays and my journey does not look like anybody else's and neither does yours. Your journey can be solely to you. You don't have to share all of your health things. I think it's so um, rude and entitled for people to think that they have to know everything about your health. They do not. Please, if you don't like to share it, don't share it. Despite the difficulty, you can persevere and although success will be delayed, that's my favorite part of the definition the definition of perseverance. Persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. You will be successful. It's part of the definition. It's just going to be more delayed success. And even when you have success, 
the magazine covers, the features from products, the doing all the cool things. Those stuff what makes you successful. What makes you successful, in my own opinion, from having achieved things like that, is that I did all the hard work. I showed up when I didn't want to. I showed up when I was broken. I showed up the best I could, the best I could, not the perfect way. I showed up and shared with the world the best I could. And once I achieved that, I'm like, wow, I wasn't perfect, but I showed up and I did a thing. And I want that for you too. Please take your health seriously. Take care of yourself, whether it's taking a mini little lunch break, taking little breaks in between, maybe having shorter work days, maybe working less days. Um, and see what ways can you stay in the industry without like detrimenting your health. I was able to stay in the beauty industry without taking a toll on my health physically. Um, and as time goes on now, I'm going through the second part, which is um, the mentally part of like my business is like, okay, now I need to go to the second part and audit my business. And how am I going to make this business something that I love and enjoy without taking a huge toll in my body and mentally? Because our mental health is very important too. And it varies from person to person. Please seek out medical advice and help from, you know, a professional. Um, but we get to put our mental health first and I've had to do that. We can do that through automation, through getting help, medical help. We can do that through letting go of services that are no longer aligned with us because we get to change our mind. We get to evolve. And with that, I give you so much love and I hope that you give yourself the grace to know that you're doing the best that you can and that you are being a fighter. Most people would have quit when most people would have been like, oh, well, I have this condition, so now I'm done. You're being a fighter to continue to do so, but also know when it's time to let it go. Part of being, being in part of perseverance and being persistent and not solely hanging on and doing all the things because I need to prove people or I need to prove my health that I can. It's more about like letting go as well. There are things that are no longer healthy for me and I choose my health over popularity, over what people think or anything. And letting go of highlights was one of the hardest thing I ever had to do because it was such a big part of me. It's something that I loved. It's something that I worked and I spent so much money in perfecting and to not be able to do it full time or even part time like took a big toll on me. But now I look at it and I'm like, I still get to do it from time to time when I assist maybe three, four times a year. I still know the basics of it. I do different type of highlights. I balayage because it's like gentler on my body and I really enjoy it. And now I get to like choose my clients. I get to pick my clients. And remember that all the power is within you. So if something in your beauty business is no longer working, it's okay to let it go. It's okay for ego to take a hit. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to be successful if you don't do all the things. I've tried doing all the things. I remember I tried doing lashes and I can't do lashes because of my migraines and my health condition. Remember, I told you I get dizzy, but I was able to know how to function and drive and do all the things while being dizzy. And now this is the second part of my business where my mental health comes first. And now I have to choose myself and choose my health and let go of things in my business and services that are no longer aligned with me and bring too much stress to me. So I hope this was super helpful for you. Please take care of yourself. Choose yourself and know that no matter what happens, like no matter like the differences of what's going on um, in life and all the things that you're going through, that you can be successful in your own way. 
and that you're not alone and that many people alongside you go through it without even sharing. And today I wanted to share part of my journey and as I continue to pivot and change and do business my own way. I hope you're brave enough to choose your body, to choose your health, and to choose that you came into this industry. Why did you come into it? Why do you want to continue doing so? But more important, what does success look like for you? Start living that life. Don't wait for the big goals. Start living in that energy. Start living in that big boss energy that you are that person. And you get to start living your life today. And allow the unknown to be magical. That's it for today. So much love. I'll see you back here next week. Bye, love.